got to make up some music welcome everybody to the daily hi-fi podcast video podcast as you may know myself my name is uh chana d i am the techno dad we've got uh michael the youth man joe and tell and we've got uh tougher than no one ron from new record day what's going on fellas hello hello flexing back there yeah he's got light light Sorry, I'm driving right now. So, if my sound quality is not great, blame the phone. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're not going to blame good. anyone because it's awesome that that Joey is actually um, joining us on the road. That's that's dedication. That's dedication. You got you know it. What I mean, um, oh, we got some people in the house yes. already. Yes. What's up, player? I'm, says Z. I'm being safe, though. Look, look, look. Ten and two, buddy. Ten and two. Yeah, I no got right. my hands no on the steering wheel. Hands free. Hands free. Yeah. That's good. What's up, Chad, Jim, Decibel Destroyer, Z, Scott? Do, do, do. I need to pop out these comments. Just a minute. One second here. Pop out chat. I got everybody. Sad, sad day about... uh. Kobe yesterday. I'm here in yeah. LA, so you know, really felt it over here, man. It was a Absolutely. it was a very sad day yesterday. Still sure. today, even. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, talking the about it. Yeah, lights in downtown wrong lit up like uh, purple and gold. Purple and gold. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of just crazy. Yeah. Sure. I, I heard a couple of uh, basketball games did a uh, honorary 24 second shot clock hmm. for his number. Yep. And yep. Uh, you know. To me, it was just amazing that guy's determination, his will to, you know, get something done. When he said he was going to do something, he did it. And so that's something I think we can all learn from. For sure. I mean, he, I, I'd say he's probably what, like one of the best basketball players ever? All time. Yeah, for like, sure. Well, one of the, I mean, there's there's a few. I, he's probably in the top five, right? Yeah, he, he's definitely up there. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Back to what back to what we are here to talk about i just wanted to mention that um just because i didn't post anything yesterday i didn't i figured everybody's bombarding everyone with uh with the news so i figured uh it, it'd be weird to not mention it absolutely man. especially as a father man i know that just that's yeah. heart-wrenching you know yeah yeah sad what the mom and the rest of the family is going through so heart goes yeah, out to man. them yeah, to yeah. them and like the seven other people that were on board too. They have yeah. families. We have no idea about who they are yet. At least I, I haven't heard. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what do we have, fellas? What do we got going on today? I'm just pulling up, so I'm gonna switch over to my computer soon. But we got questions. The... We got questions. Yes, we yeah. do. I thought that might be a good way to do this. Is just like start off with a few questions yeah. that are common that we get all the time, and let's go ahead and just knock those out, answer them. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All right, Mike, you want to start with your question? I gotta look at it. <laughs> I forgot what it was. I'm reading. I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> all right, I gotta scroll and find it. No, we thought about it just briefly here. I'll be right back. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Where is it at? Here we go. All right. So what is one of the biggest misconceptions in home theater 
And so I'm going to open it up to you guys in the chat first. What do you think one of the biggest misconceptions in home theater is? Hmm. Let's see. While they're uh, while they're doing that, why don't you uh, you got an answer there, Ronald? Misconceptions with home theater. Yeah. While the chats, you know, while they're trying to answer the question. So I would say this. I mean, I don't know if this is a misconception, but maybe, maybe home theater seems daunting to get into, like mm. very very complex very complicated there's so many formats out there you know you're talking all these different point twos and point niners and flux capacitors and all this <laughs> jibber jabber and sometimes even i feel lost like what sure. how do i even begin so yeah mm -hmm. maybe that's one yeah cool. chad Definitely. chad says so. that everything is plug and play yeah uh <laughs> z says your whole theater should be dark and Jim says higher price equals better thing. Mm. So I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. That you need two subs. Uh oh. Uh oh, Mike. <laughs> oh, shots oh, yeah. fired, man. Shots oh, fired. man. Well, here's here's the reality. I don't think we need anything in high. You five. shut your mouth, Michael. You <laughs> shut your mouth right now. <laughs> you need blasphemy, expensive man. cables for sure. Man, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need a dedicated theater room, but daggum, and it sure is fun. Yeah. You know, I bet. Water's like Cool. What else you guys got over here? I mean, I I think I think to uh, tag on to a Jim's higher price equals better thing is I think um, there I think there is like you know that whole you get what you pay you get for. What you pay for it. Yeah. You know there is that, and there there's there's also mm -hmm. like overkill and just overdoing it and 100%. completely unnecessary. Sure. Um, kind of situations where you do want to. Take a step back and be like, wait a second. Yeah. You know, should yeah. I pay off my car or buy some speakers? <laughs> like there's a, you know, fine no, line to to, 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 yeah. to to go out there. And then I think another thing I, we talked about it before is you want to have like a huge, you have a big old like dream of what it is. And, um, but your budget isn't actually allowing for that. Yeah. So sure. just, like be realistic about what you want to spend and stuff. Right. I like that. Sure. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, to me kind of tagging along with that is I've always felt there's a law of diminishing returns. And so you can get so far and I mean, like you can pay more and get a better result, pay more, get a better result. And then at some point, and, and I think it varies between receivers and subwoofers and just projectors, a lot of different things. But at some point, some price point, you kind of get to where you've got to spend a ton more to get a little bit of results. Sure. You know? And yeah. so you kind of have to figure out what that balance is. Now, the reality is some guys just have a ton of money. And for them to go and spend double to gain, you know, 3% more of value, that's fine to them, you know, yeah. because our money is all kind of relative you know we all don't have the same um, resources and so but but i definitely believe in the law of diminishing returns absolutely sure. all speakers yeah. work in all rooms oh that's a good one how about that one mm -hmm. scott woodward woodford sorry about that yeah that's a great one yeah 22 inch subs are a bit overkill especially when i see people with four of them 
paying for SPL, you'll never use. Well, I mean, there is headroom. Um, mm, you know, yeah. right? So, so is there overkill? No, in, in home theater, you know, <laughs> I think there's a lot of debate on that. And you know, people may look at Achana's setup and go, "Man, that's just that's overkill." Yeah, you know. And I actually don't have like a crazy setup. Yeah, it's, it's in my living room. Mm-hmm. It's not dark. Mm-hmm. There's no projector. You know, um, mm-hmm. I spent three thousand for a Bose system, and then I spent just under that for an Onkyo and Klipsch, and got way more quality for absolutely. Uh, more quality sound for less mm-hmm. sure yeah it's it's you know it like what um what you were saying ron it's daunting there's just too many options right yeah where too do many you options. Begin? yeah and it's hard for people to be just like you know going for a bose system would probably just be easy right be like oh yeah. here it is and it is plug and play right yeah and it is uh, for what i understand pretty um you know, compact, right? So, um, not too many huge speakers laying around. Yeah. And I think yeah. for, for me, kind of the answer to that question, like I see this every once in a while, somebody will comment on my thread and they'll say, um, Oh, it must be nice to have money or, Oh, you must be rich oh. far from it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think one misconception, especially with when you use the term theater room and you say, uh, I used to think that a long time ago. I used to think only rich people, only wealthy people could have a theater room. And the reality is that is not true. That's, you know, that's, that's not reality. Now, does it help to be rich? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I know we, we bought our home and it had what they call a media room. And so it was still, we, they were probably three months out from being finished and it literally was a square or a rectangle room, 13 foot by 19 foot, 10 foot ceiling. It had a double sliding glass door on the right side and an entrance, you know, like a little small double door um, mm-hmm. on the back side. And I walked in and I went, we can make this thing happen. Had no idea what that looked like. I'd never built a theater room before, but I began to talk to some friends and we began to build some of the things in the room. You know, we did all the wiring. Mm. We did all the installation. We did, mm. we actually built the riser that my rear seats sit on. Mm. You know, I had a friend of mine build the front cabinet. I and see. So, I, wish, I wish I was that handy. I'm just not. I'm no. not either. But here's, here's what people have to realize. You don't have to be handy. You just need to find some people that are, mm. you know, if if you want to have a theater room, and here's, I guess, the other thing that to me is pretty cool. I think you can have a theater room in a bedroom. You can have a theater room. In Actually, a... yes, you can. Yeah, you can. I have a, I have a, uh, one of my viewers on, uh, who contacts me on Facebook all the time. Yeah. And he has a 5.2.4 set up in his bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, like he's, oh, wow. he shows me pictures like it's all around the bed. Like he just <laughs> he just sits in the center of his bed. Yeah. He's got a full Atmos set. It's pretty crazy. It's like and they're all like they're like not I wouldn't say super expensive, but not mm-hmm. super cheap. Also, they're all definitive sure. technology speakers, yeah. <clears throat> um, dead in X 4400 H power amplifier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can have it pretty much anywhere. Absolutely. And I think anybody can have one. I mean, if you're patient long enough and, you know, if you can't afford new buy used, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, build it over time, save up money, take out just a short term second job, you know, deliver some pizzas, mm-hmm. 
Uber. Yeah, or Uber. do Uber. Yeah, you know, seriously. Like, you got a good car. Or... There's so many different if, things. If you're real that you desperate, can you could just do uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. I mean, but... <laughs> In like 10 years, you'll make some money. <laughs> do not. Do not do that if you want to make money. <laughs> here, look awesome. Look at Bad to the Bones uh, comment here. I went from a Denon X6400H to 8500H with a 7-channel amplifier and a Yamaha A5200. Now I think I might have gone a little too far. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, I, think, I think you're you're doing doing well, man. It's it's all relative, really. <laughs> it's all relative. It is a slippery slope, I can tell you that. Yeah. Whether it's two-channel audio, whether it's home theater. Oh, man. I, but I think any, any hobby that you're truly kind of even halfway serious about, you're going to dive in, you know, yeah. and you should yeah. learn all you can play with as many options as you can go listen to as many things you can and just dive in, man, piece by piece, by piece, by piece. My yeah. theater room has been literally a work in progress for 13 years. You know, it yep. probably took us about a year to kind of get it fully functioning, but then every year it's like, okay, I'll sell this make a little bit of money or I'll sell that and, or I'll buy this and then exchange this or trade this or barter for this. And you just get creative. And if you're willing to, to kind of build it over time and you can build, I mean, like think, all right, Ron, you're set up right now. You got a nice setup. Yeah. Did you have that set up when you first started hi-fi and no, you started no. getting into it? No, no, it evolved oh, over time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next thing you know, he'll be on the Logitech. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford that, Joey. That's uh, that's up there, man. Oh, mercy. You know, same thing with our YouTube channels. I mean, when I first started out, I just had, you know, my cell phone, no microphone. Now I've got a microphone and then I get a better microphone. And it's just yeah. over time. Take your time. Don't don't try to get in a hurry with it. I try to tell people, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. You know, to me, it's not about reaching this end you know, this end game or this end goal. Sure. But rather just, I'm just enjoying the ride, man. Yeah. I like that. So John is working a deal over there. Check him out. Scheduling a wedding probably. All right. Let's take a look at some comments and questions in the chat. Hey Ron, what is that? Um, that look there. What is that called? This is the, uh, that's a good question. Uh, no, there's a name it. for that style mm. chops something chops was it yeah so sarah and i were watching some of our old videos when i had the uh the old mutton chops and she's mutton like chops that's what it is she's mutton like chops. i like i like those so i ran into the bathroom and i shaved i was like okay yeah that's, yeah. that's, God, that's awesome dude yeah bedroom is my theater room that's awesome mm -hmm. <laughs> if the women don't find you handsome they should at least find you handy <laughs> What if what if you're neither? <laughs> oh man. Hey, there you go. Sound system from 2007. It's not Dolby Atmos, but it still works. I I would I would believe that. Actually, uh went to um Nam, which was a couple of weeks ago and I stayed at my mom's house and all the stuff that I bought from like college and just after college is all mm -hmm. still there. Yeah. All the de nice. the Denon 4800 uh, receiver, which was the first receiver to add um, the surround back channels. Um, and you needed an amplifier for that. So there's a two-channel Parasound amplifier there. Oh, jeez. Um, and um, a dual tape deck. 
five disc Denon CD changer, um, the Sony S video VCR, that one, the like something or other one that it was like a thousand dollar VCR back in like wow. 2002 or something. Um, wow. Yeah, it's all it's all there. And I turned them all on. I'm like, oh, gosh, all this stuff still works. So, yeah. So yeah. you're asking questions and I uh, I had to pop in from the car. I actually just came back from uh, visiting Brent Butterworth. If you guys know who that is. Stereophile. Oh, just looking at his card earlier today. Here's the question, Joe. It's up on screen. Oh, wait, no, no, wrong one. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, that's what, okay. That's the first one, that's Michael. Question, yeah. Yep. All right. Who's next? All right. All right. So I know Mike kind of touched on this one. And this is my question. What is the one thing you need to do when shopping for AV equipment? And in my opinion, it is check out the gear in person. Mm. If you can. Yeah. If you can. If you can. What do you guys think? And we're talking about all the gear. Turntable, receiver, TV, projector, and or screen, speakers, yada, yada. Sure. (laughs) I'm not going to say my answer. Why? Oh, you weren't there when I said my answer. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't. We were off air, and I said, you said that you should go check it out in person, right? Yeah. And I said, you know, you can easily just watch reviews like, you know, the ones that we do and uh, look up specs and, you know, try them out. There's a bunch of online online places where you can shop for home theater, like our show sponsor, Worldwide Ser- No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they offer 60 days. Okay. <laughs> They're not paying. That was that. a joke. Anyway, that was the joke. Um, yeah, what do you think? Do you think you have to go and check it out in person? I think it's always a good idea. <laughs> you know, definitely. What? He put it up on the screen. Worldwide stereo. <laughs> oh gosh, you got to be quick, man. You got to be quick. Quick with See, the when banner. You're, when you're the host, you can do these creative things. We're just at Chana's mercy, which is a really scary thing. But yeah, it's, it's very, very scary. But it definitely keeps it entertaining. That's for, for sure. For sure. For sure. Base so, God said, where's, where's base gods? What is the one thing you need to do when shopping? What about you guys in the chat? What's the one thing you need to do when shopping for AV equipment? I think oh. a, another big thing is do your research, you yep. know, do your research before you, like before you go shopping. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes you can, you can kind of like, especially in the days where we used to could go to hi-fi stores. I know in Florida, we don't have a lot of those. Um, and so there's a handful of them still left, but a lot of them have gone out of business mostly because of the internet, you know, trade and market. Um, so they've lost a lot of business to that. And when the economy kind of really tanked, that was just a real big hit to that because, you know, let's face it, hi-fi is a luxury. It's not a necessity. You know, people have to pay their bills and they have to put food on the table and have to put clothes on their kids' backs and all that stuff. And so, um, a lot of times they would, you know, sell off those those items, but yeah, but I don't know. Definitely. I don't know about uh having to go into the store because, like, I don't know if you guys have had the experience of going into a place and I'm like, I kind of, I think I know more than this guy. Oh yeah, yeah that's not very helpful. I'm, I'm talking I mean? about like hands on, like touching it, feeling, like looking at it, looking at it, it, out. Is this... hearing it. You know, I'm here to be devil's advocate, guys. Yeah, sure. But you know I, mean, I mean, of course, if you're gonna listen to something in a store, bring your own music or find mm, a way absolutely. to sure to stream whatever because everybody's doing like title streaming now yeah um in this showroom so that's kind of cool and so of course basically knob sh- feel huh chana not knob feel. check to see how that knob wow. feel is. Right. we knob went back feel. there again what do we i mean how did it get a, dirty all of a sudden it's just you, a knob. well it was it was dirty off the air too <laughs> so we won't go there 
I popped in. I was like, what just happened, man? So maybe see how big the speakers are. Maybe they might <clears throat> yeah, not exactly. look You got to You got to see it. Cause it, you know, like the dimensions say like no. uh 12 inch by 15 inch by 32 inch. Okay. So they're what like this. I mean, I can kind of visualize it, yeah. but a lot of people can't. So yeah. wait till um, Chana opens up the, the Cornwalls. You haven't opened those up. Oh no, man! Those things are huge. Yeah, actually, they were actually know. smaller than I thought they were going to be. Like, yeah, when you put but, them up in your living room, you're still going to be like, "Dang!" Oh yeah, no, it, they totally don't fit in the living room. Yeah, for sure, they're, for they're sure. I'll have to like move them around and stuff, but whatever. Um, they're huge though. So like, yeah, exactly, Joe. Like, see how big they are, right? Yeah, see what they actually look like. You know what I mean? Sometimes it looks a little different. Mm. Jim's got a great thought. He says, "Check the return policy." Yep. Yeah. You know. As you're, you know, enforce your rights as a consumer. You don't like it. It's too we, big. It's too right. ugly. Your wife or whoever complains about it, return that shit. And with worldwide stereo, you have 60 days. <laughs> I saw your video today when you mentioned that. That's that's good. That was funny. Uh, I can't stop. You got some free freebies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Motion there. You're that's welcome. Cody, I'll do your research I like that. Craziness. Check. Craziness. I don't know who's controlling these banners. Um. Uh, uh, I'm making notes here. I'm taking notes. What you should do. Experience. Sorry, uh, Daryl Austin. I just answered you in the chat there. So um, he had an Atmos question. All right. Let's see here. Hey guys, is there a problem with uh, mixing and matching speakers in home theater? What about that? Oh, it's a great, <laughs> great, great question. question. Yeah. Um, I would say the only thing that you would want to have like matching setup for would front. be your front stage. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. Your your left, left, center, center right, right. Yep. Does that work? Right. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I, think around, I think you can. I think you can. I think you can mix yeah. match subs. Um, as far as like you know, like in my setup, I have clips, towers, and and surrounds, but I have SVS subs. Yeah. That, no problem there. Um, I'm with Chana. I think your front sound stage don't mix and match that, and I even go a step further. I always tell people try to keep it in the same series, you know. Okay. So let's say if you've got Polk Audio speakers, don't try your best not to get towers and a center that weren't made to go together because That's what you're saying, yeah, you know, you want that, especially like the tweeter and the mid range, you want that to sound cohesive. Yeah, you know, when something pans from say left to center to right, if it's not what they call timber matched. Then you're going to get this kind of timber, Michael. Timber, right? I think it's timber. Right, somebody will be all over you. I don't I think timber. it's timber. Like, there's timber. No, there's timber. no, there's no A in there, dude. Well, it's timber. B R E. Yamaha. Yeah, it's Yamaha. Yamaha. <laughs> but anyway, so you want to make good. sure that those, you know, I mean, can you use some from different series? Yes, you can make it work, and you can it can sound good. But when all possible, I definitely would recommend get them all in the same series and at least that front three. I think the way your ears are set up, we hear what's in front of us. So the stuff behind you isn't honestly that critical stuff that's coming from up top for your Atmos. It's not that critical. And, Got it. And, and let's be real about a lot of Atmos soundtracks. Like they are not mixed well. Yeah, or, that's okay, true. That's that true. have a representation. Yeah. So, Quick little tangent, I'll take you on. I was on a podcast for uh, mm -hmm. Kale Media, and he was talking about Oro 3D, and he wanted to know the difference between Oro 3D and Dolby Atmos. And so I had the Bumblebee demo 
um, in Oro 3D, and then the um, what is it? The regular. And when I uh, I unplugged, I did what Mike did, and I unplugged all my ear level speakers and let the mm -hmm. Atmos play. Yeah. In that first scene in Dolby Atmos on Bumblebee, it's all just music. Yeah. What? It's all I'm, it's, I'm it's all just the score, the orche orchestral score. And when I had uh, Oro 3D doing it. I hear shots coming from up there. I hear the yeah. music and I hear actual sound effects of the movie happening up there. Yeah. So it all really depends, you know, if it's a how it's Atmos mixed. heavy movie, any kind of, I feel like most like space movies are going to have a good Atmos soundtrack. Yeah. When it's a movie about all dialogue. Yeah. What are you going to have? You can't, you can't expect much to come exactly. from that. Unless it's something like what a quiet place or, you know, those horror movies, you know? Oh Yeah. That stuff here. gets sketchy, dude. Ron, what is craziness. going on over here? What are these guys talking about right now? <clears throat> I, I tuned them out. I don't know. I have Sean on mute the entire time. So, of course, <laughs> you of course you so, so to answer that question about mixing and matching speakers, I've actually had um, uh, a set of speakers that wasn't the same. So I had uh, Polk audio uh, speakers in the front, floor standing yeah. speakers, and then I had a Yamo a center channel, and they sounded totally different. And even... You know, I, you know, at first I thought like, hey, I'll just use Odyssey. That's going to yeah, change the frequency response. It'll fix it. No, it didn't. They sounded yeah. different. When something mm -hmm. would move from here to there, it would sound a little different. It wasn't sure. terrible, but okay. once I got a matching one, it totally changed it all up. Yeah. Like it was very cohesive. So, and yeah. Take, take it even a step further. I'd always heard people saying, if you can try to do an LCR, get three identical speakers, even if it's towers or three bookshelves. I've even seen people do three center channels, you know, turn them vertical or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I'd never realized the value in that until I tried it and I heard it for myself. It's completely seamless. Yeah, I mean, yeah. completely yeah. seamless. Yeah. As you'd and expect. I, and I used to think that you had to have a dedicate, like a center channel speaker no, to be a center channel. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. You just okay. need a good quality center channel, you know, a good okay. quality speaker. And that can be a center channel. I'm kind of so, curious about the rear you know, because my rear yep. speakers are not matched, and I'm wondering maybe it would be more cohesive if I match them, or maybe it doesn't matter so much because it's coming from behind my head. I just don't think your brain can hear that. You mm. know, what I'm saying that those subtleties and I mean, those it, nuances. It, it'll hear it, but it wouldn't be like as. Um, I don't as think it's gonna be distracting. Got it. And then your Atmos ones are also different, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, I have different uh, Atmos ones. You know, so, so you gotta. What they call a Frankenstein setup. It's just totally kind of like hodgepodge. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But see, here's the the truth of that. Something is better than nothing as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'd rather have some kind of home theater than no kind of home theater. Yeah. Right. And Ron you had can invisible speakers up there. I, they are invisible. It's true. No wires, no nothing. It's no amazing. speakers. Yeah. <laughs> Ron has a sound bar in his bathroom, I heard. You shut your mouth. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I, just, I, I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. Ron's feisty hey. without that centerpiece here. Oh, no, you take out I this know. thing. He gets crazy. Oh, man. Get we can oh, actually see his chin. Oh, my gosh. oh mercy. I open up a beer bottle on that thing. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got a lot of comments and questions coming in. If we don't get to those, man, throw up a super chat. Uh -huh. I know that kind of flags it. And yeah. that'll let China. It, his eyes get bigger when he sees super chat. That's so, right. Super channel money. They don't money channel. Yeah, you know. I mean, literally. Don't, even don't forget to become a patron if yeah. you need detailed questions answered. Email me, and um, of course, call in with your questions. We'll do that in a minute. Yeah. But if you don't know uh, what it is, uh, what the number is, that's it. And we also have the podcast audio only 
yeah on anchor fm slash it's a, daily it's a good question from uh let me see if i can pronounce it mp tigo Empitogo. There you that's go. My, that's my dude. Oh, right that. That's the guy with the L800s. Yeah. Yeah. You got so that, he's right. He's got a good question here. He says, How about mixing and matching amps? Example, running oh. a better amp for your left and right channels. That's Ooh, actually that a great idea. The, that gets into mine. But that gets what? That's no, that gets into, into my question. Because remember, right, we yeah. said we all have different okay. questions. All right, go but, for it, Joe. Yeah. Right. Go for it. Um, so what is yours? So my question that Ron can go last. Ron, Ron can go last. <laughs> I gotta start thinking about my question then. Oh, he doesn't have one. Um Mixing and matching. You know what? I'm, if you have a decent app, I'm of the mindset that they should sound pretty neutral. Although, yes, apps can sound different, but mm -hmm. should they sound different? I, I, I personally don't think so, yeah. right? But they do. You know, if a tube was going to definitely sound different than solid state. And um, I think what you guys talk about a lot when you're talking about home theater is um, – Mixing and matching, like using the pre uh, pre outs mm -hmm. and using a more powerful mm -hmm. uh, amp, you know, amplifier. just a dedicated amplifier to sure. offload, you know, some of that heavy lifting to a more powerful dedicated amplifier, mm -hmm. and then let the receiver maybe just power the sure. rears or the height speakers. If you're talking about, if you're talking about, um, you know, home theater, now mm -hmm. you don't want to do that with like a different left channel, like mono block. Yeah. I don't right. think that would be a great idea. Just for uh, you know, when it comes to level matching, I don't think that's a great idea. I don't think people really do that though. Mm -mm. Right? Yeah, I think I think it's just more on the, like powering but the you, left and right with a different amp than than something else. Yeah, than the other I, speakers. I think it's cool. I mean, for me, I wouldn't even <laughs> mind powering like height speakers with like a class D amp. I don't know that you'd be able to tell too much um, when it comes to those. Definitely for a subwoofer, that's a different sure. amplifier, usually class D. So. You're already kind of mixing and matching anyway, right? Now, my one recommendation on that is I would rather have a um, like a three-channel amp in a home theater environment than a two-channel amp because mm -hmm. then you're running, if you have a, just a two-channel, then you're running this really nice amp for your left and right speaker, but then you're using your receiver you know, and its power for that center channel. And honestly, your center channel is huge in home theater. I mean, everything that you see, almost everything that you see in a movie has got to come through that center channel. So don't skimp out on the on the center channel. So if you're going to feed good, clean power to your right and left, my advice, feed the center channel as well. Maybe don't go with that five-channel amp, but at least go with the three-channel amp. Just so they've got to be married. Those those The front stage should be the same I like speakers. It. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But three people in that, three cup, you know. Yeah, a little in that marriage. That's a that's a weird marriage, but yeah, it happens okay. sometimes. Hey, it's yeah. 2020, new decade. Got to try new things. Awesome, man. <laughs> I see a super chat coming in. Yeah, thanks for the super chat. Any extra Dolby Atmos demo discs? I did answer this in the chat. I did get a couple. They're sitting right here. Um, but uh, I'll be doing a giveaway on the channel for that for those. So definitely uh, stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe to the techno dad. That's right. Subscribe to this channel. And then I have everybody else's um, channel in the, in the notes there. And so just click that show more button and definitely subscribe to Joe until new record day and um, youth man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um, by the way, about that uh, whole uh, um, amplifier thing, it is hard to actually find a three channel amplifier. That's not super expensive. Yeah. That's also that's um, also another thing. So if you have to, <clears throat> excuse me, go down in price just to get 
something or you can't afford a three channel, go with the lower end or mid range five channel amplifier, but just connect up the three speakers. Yeah, you'll get more mm-hmm. power. I see. Right. Yeah. So like I'm... even with the Outlaw Model Five Thousand, it's mm-hmm. hundred twenty watt. It's a six hundred and forty nine dollar amplifier, so it's not extremely like right. expensive. Sure. Um, it's one hundred twenty watts into five channel five channels driven into eight ohms. But when you uh, only use two channels, it's 175 watts. That makes sense. Uh, so, yeah. so I would say, and I'm just throwing out a guess here. If you're just powering three speakers, you'd probably be about 150, yeah, or maybe 140 to 155. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. But uh, that would be a good way to go about it if you can't find a three-channel amplifier in your price range because it's too expensive. Super chats, super chats coming in. I like it, like it. Um, our, our man with the, uh, with the, uh, what are they? The L 800s. I, I don't even know how to say that name. Where? M, M, Tipogo. M, M, Pitogo. M, Pitogo. Yeah, M, there Pitogo. we go. M, Pitogo. We will learn have... your name. This... M, Pitogo. Thank you for the super chat. He says, keep it up. Thank Another you. one from Adam. I got a question about the Denon receiver. Um... 6500 6, for some reason i watch certain shows especially on hbo only the actual show is mixed in dolby put that one up on the screen channel yeah i'm yeah. trying to find it where is it where are you when i watch certain shows especially on hbo only the actual show is mixed in dolby uh, yeah i think that's i think that's oh. right where is it mm-hmm. where is it damn super chat <laughs> it's the big green one right yes there. it's like 810 is the timestamp on it. Oh, 810? Okay. Thank yeah. 510 for us. Oh, gotcha. True. 510. There it is. There Ooh. you are. Sweet. That, that, that was helpful. Thanks, Mike. So so the uh, timestamp. Cool. So 6500. I reviewed that one. For some reason, I want to watch certain shows, especially on HBO. Only the actual show is mixed in Dolby. Yeah, so like basically their HBO ads and everything in between the show are not okay. going to be mixed okay. in Dolby. That gotcha. kind of makes sense. Yeah, but think about it. there's I mean, should there be anything? You not know really. I mean? I mean, and that's kind of like when we watch TV. Yeah, should. What, you should turn it on, you know, when you turn on Netflix and go that should be like THX. Or maybe awesome. when they maybe when that lady's in the shower doing the what is that? The audience <laughs> is listening. What are you talking like, about? Shh. Lady in the shower. <laughs> You know, like the head and shoulders or whatever. <laughs> you know, they're doing a shampoo thing. Well, I know like TV ads are like come in like stereo only and they come in super loud. Yeah. And then we and then when it gets back into the show, the show is like all quiet, but in like 5.1. Yeah. yeah. Super annoying. And they do that because they want to get your attention and they want you to buy their product. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like man merch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Speaking of what? <laughs> uh, so hopefully Adam answered that question for you. Uh, Rob, thank you for the uh, super chat. He's got thank 17 you, year old clips upgraded to RP280F. Okay, uh, so or amp first. Yeah, should he upgrade? What, what should he upgrade first, the speakers or the amp? All right, so number one, what are your clips? You know, um, because the the 280F might not necessarily be an upgrade. You know, if you've got some older Course 2s or, um, you know, especially some La Scala's, maybe that's not an upgrade. But let's just say you've got some old ones. My preference has always been upgrade your speakers first. To me, amplifiers way down the list. I think there's so many other things that you can do to gain so much more benefit from your room, like acoustic treatments, um, you know, speaker placement. That doesn't cost you anything. You know, there's a lot you can do. So my advice, um, I would definitely look at upgrading your speakers first. What do you guys think? 
Uh, I agree. That was very thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You said short, short and sweet. I, I, I know we've said that many times, though, right? We've said our whole uh, hierarchy of what they should upgrade first, yeah, second, yeah. third. We've done Ron's going to say something about room. Or bring your bring your speakers as close to the couch as possible. Or raise them up as high as you can get them. As high as you can and then sit on them is what you oh! want to do. <laughs> That's do, you, you now, do you have to hang your bath. head upside down yes, to, you like, do. in front of the tweeter to Michael's get like a good it. downstage? Yeah, Michael's got I understand it. the logic there, Ron. I, I got you, man. I got you. No, I was, so, just, I was just thinking about what you just said about amps. And it's it's weird coming from my, from my arena. <laughs> it's like I don't think anybody <laughs> would ever say amps would be last because it's such a, mm. like a I, I don't know I, I guess i'd want to say that it's a bit more diverse and it is because you have solid state you have tube you have sure. all different types of amplifiers class a class a b class you know so but speakers speakers yes acoustic treatment yes for sure uh those would be the pillars but yeah it's an interesting question man good stuff yeah, I think you're right though, Ron. There's there are just uh, less options. Yeah, you know. So yeah. when it comes to AVRs, there's just there's not that many. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like is is oh boy, we're gonna get into it. Like, do, do it. if we're gonna say like we're talking about AVRs, is mm -hmm. it is it safer to say that the vast majority of all of those AVRs, the chances of them sounding very much the same, is it a greater chance than what you're going to discover if you move into two channel, I think the answer is yes. I think that most of those probably do for the most part, if they spec the same measure the same, they probably sound the, sound the same. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I think when it comes to AVRs, it's the room correction that makes a big difference in how it sounds, right? Not necessarily the amplifiers themselves. I guess what, what I'm saying is there's so many different things that can affect the sound more mm -hmm. when it comes to AVRs, right? So like that room, room like you're using Dirac. Maybe yeah. if you used uh, Odyssey, it'd sound different, or um, whatever Pioneer and Yamaha uses sounds different. Like it's just somebody else calibrating your system, right? Tweaking yeah. those knobs, and so that's going to make a bigger difference. Well, let me I, ask you something, yeah. Joey, because you you just finished the Yamaha um, review, and I haven't watched it yet. But mm -hmm. um, do you find that that two channel Yamaha does that sound? To you, any different than a lot of the AVRs that you've checked out? Does it have a like a sound to it? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. No. Um. So that was actually going to be my question. Like, should somebody get this Yamaha AS five zero one? And for me, I look at the whole package, right? And so the answer to that is yes. If you're looking for a two channel amplifier, integrated amp. I would say, yeah, for sure. It's like around 500, under 600 bucks a lot of times. And so I think it's a great amplifier. It only does, you know, one thing pretty much, which is amplifier this, uh, amplify the signal. There's no HDMI, nothing like that. So it's just meant to amplify. So they're able to use better parts, things like that. But as far as like, oh, the Yamaha sound, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, these these specific sounds right, a Moran sound oh, man. a house yeah. sound right yeah let me just say this if i compare this to something like completely different right so let's say that class d amp that little tiny class d amp that should be like yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum right huge it should be a huge difference so i did do that i went back and forth to listen to the differences 
I don't know how much of that difference is like just me thinking that there's a difference, you okay. know, because one's a little tiny box and the other one's this huge heavy box and they should sound different. Right. But yeah. I don't know how much how much of a difference compared to if I move my speaker half a foot out, which oh, one would sure. make more difference moving my speaker would. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great app because of it's simplicity. It doesn't try to do anything fancy. There's yeah. bass and treble controls. There's a loudness uh, control. Simple. You know what I mean? It looks nice. That's it. That's all I really want. You know, I don't I don't need it to do anything crazy. That's why you don't see a bunch of audio stuff at CES because what's the technological advancement there? It amplifies the of sound. An amplifier? Uh, not, not a whole lot. <laughs> you know not what I mean? Lot. The only thing I care about when it comes to amplifiers is is that real power. Sure. Is, is that the real power that's coming out of that amplifier and maybe you know? distortion yeah you know? clean good clean power how are they I, rating it i think back to the days you know we had that boss amp you know for car audio or that sparkomatic oh, yeah. or whatever and you're like yeah, it's 500 watts thousand watts and it's like pure garbage is what it is <laughs> they, they didn't rate it properly and and they surely wasn't putting out clean power so clean power i think is what you want to yeah. look for yeah. Right, that's the number one most important thing when it comes to an amplifier. If you're getting good, clean power. Now, if it sounds different, like my Marantz two 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 zero B that I always mention, I don't know. I like the way it sounds, but maybe that's maybe that's less accurate. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maybe it does have its own sound. Maybe I need to replace some capacitors on that thing. Who knows? Or uh, maybe it's just the nostalgia of like my old receiver. You know, I don't know. You have to be yeah. honest with yourself and know that you are susceptible to certain biases, right? You get sure. a beautiful looking amplifier in front of you, it automatically sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> be careful. Be careful no. with that sort of stuff, you know? Especially with the touch screen on the front there. Touch screen. If you, you spend know, fancy, if you a little spend fancy 10 G's on an amplifier, you you know. You should be able to touch it, man. Every all your life, everybody's told you, don't touch it, don't touch it. And then now we're like, oh man, I just want to touch it. So yeah, I know I might get some heat from some people who are like, you know, amps totally sound different. And yeah, they probably do. I don't think that they should. I haven't heard much. Now, I haven't heard like say tube amps in my setup, but sure. I've had I've owned probably four. I think it's four, like multi-channel amps, usually about two hundred watts per channel. They've all been AB amplifiers, so they've been the same topology, and I really haven't heard any difference in those. And I've reviewed a couple other ones. I really don't think if I were to put them, you know, in an A-B setup and swap back and forth, blind, double blind test, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I'm not so sure that I'd be able to go, okay, yep, that was the Parasound amp. Yep, that was the Monolith. And yep, that was the Emotiva. Williston Audio Labs is up in here. Big D Wiz is up yeah, in yeah. here. Somebody, somebody's asking there about, they said Orion Gold uh, amps in the... In the car back in the day, I mean Orion. I know there's Orion, like and Orion yeah. Gold. I remember Phoenix, Phoenix Gold, Gold Orion. Yeah, I had, sound, I had an sound Orion stream. Hub. Remember the Soundstream amps? Those things were Soundstream. That's what I had. Oh yeah. Mm. JL Audio made some killer amps back in the day. Rockford Fosgate. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had a Rockford. Dang, I feel old. I did too. I had the original Punch Forty Five. That Joker was twenty two point five watts continuous <laughs> by two. <laughs> and, and then when you you bridge it mono, you got a whole whopping forty five watts oh, going okay. going to two going to two twelve inch subs, and it would slam like a joker, man. 
I think mine was like one of those cheater apps, like 25 watts a channel in four ohms, and then you get it down to one ohm, and it's like 500. (laughs) But it it was real power, man. And and that kind of goes back to that same thing. You feed a set of speakers or a subwoofer some good, solid, clean power. Sometimes it doesn't take a ton, you know, to sound great. Looks like we got a super chat there from Mr. Adam. Thank Um, you for the super chats. I think one more thing I would want to add to what I just said is um, another thing that's very important to note is what's the volume that you're going to listen to these uh, to your speakers at, right? So if you're blasting them at nearly like the max all the time, then I think, yeah, you would be able to tell the difference between amplifiers, right? Yeah. Based on the power, right? Because you're pushing it to the to the limits. Yeah. If you're not anywhere yeah. near that, uh, near those limits, then it gets even harder to tell. So anyway, that's that. Um, and, and to add to that, maybe we should, you know, do a topic on like protecting your ears and your hearing. Mm-hmm. What did you just say? What was that? Protecting your hearing? Huh? <laughs> so what do we got? Super chat. All right. So, um, so Adam, I would say uh, try rerunning Odyssey and see if that. Um, helps anything with your uh, muffled sound go ahead and re- repeat the question for those on listening to audio. Uh, oh right uh, the problem with everything else so this he has this question about the hbo and it was in atmos and then or sorry it was in dolby and then everything not in the show is not in dolby and he said the problem is everything else sounds muffled and low my old receiver used to switch automatically is there something in the settings that i missed hmm and this is a denon that he has this is a denon x6500h which i actually have that set up right now that um, doesn't sound right that thing autom- automatically switches it should it should so i would try to rerun odyssey see if you have the same issues and if the issues still persist i would contact denon uh tech support and see what's going on because that does sound odd um and also check your settings so like if you have it on some weird mode right let's say you have oh, yeah. it on like i don't know some whatever you know you, there's different you sound those, right? those, those color buttons at the bottom is that what yeah. you're talking about it goes through that list yeah so that changes the sound, right? And then what I've noticed is if you have like a Dolby uh, encoded thing that plays, it'll automatically switch that, right? So maybe your settings are weird for the Dolby setting if it's sounding muffled mm-hmm. when those things come on, right? If it, everything sounds good, let's say you have it in like whatever stereo mode, right? Sounds good. And then or multi-channel stereo is one of the options there. You might have it in that. And then when the show comes on, it switches it to Dolby. And if your settings are weird for whatever reason, then uh, yeah, check. Also, you know when you hit the option button on the upper right, is that mm-hmm. option? Yeah. And then it gives you the channels. You might have one of those channels like turned down. You know what I mean? It shows like you all true, yeah. like your left, center, right. Shows you all those. Make sure that all those are zeroed out. Yep. Yep. There we go. All right. Let's see. There was another one here. By Joe, some Sambo Joe. Hello, I have a Jensen SPX setup with an Onkyo AVR. Are they good speakers? They're made in Australia. From the USA. Jensen speakers? Jensen SPX. Yeah, Jensen, I mean, you you definitely don't hear much about them. Back again, kind of going back to car audio days, Jensen kind of wasn't up very high on the list. <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Mind. I'm trying to be nice, man. Um, yeah. I'm looking them up right now. They look good. Yeah. Um, SPX. I, now I haven't heard them. Was that was that gentle enough? Yeah. I mean, so, I think the Ankyo, the six eight six. I think that 
that's probably you know, a lot of these older brands though are making a comeback right yeah, so yeah, you, they got, are. you just did a klh review yeah, and i remember i got a, a pair of uh i got a klh center channel free yeah. with my canon uh yeah. ken, uh, was it kenwood receiver it came yeah. free and it was the it was garbage but the new stuff that they have right yeah. it looks pretty good so well the, I, it's kind of hard to tell you can't just yeah. say the brands because a lot of times they they get sold off to somebody else and mm -hmm. then they right. name you know what i mean but those look pretty decent now i don't that know date on there that's 2007 so i mean they're definitely a little bit they're older, older speaker. Yeah. these aren't these aren't new models yeah yeah i hadn't even heard of really klh until they look interesting you know worldwide stereo asked me they're like hey can you review these i'm like nah. and i, I really i was hesitant about doing it because of that yeah interesting oh, is a legacy brand they've been around yeah. a long time and i think the opposite happens too like serwin vega was crazy back in the day and i don't know about it now you know what yeah I mean? they still sell they still sell. People, people are asking me to review still, them People ask me all the, not all the time, but even probably this week, somebody said, Hey, are you going to, you know, review some Serwin Vegas? And I'm like, they were cool in 1990. Yeah, you know, you never know. Maybe, Dude, that, maybe those pink, that pink rubber surround was just atrocious, <laughs> man. That would never fit in my living room. Well, maybe it might take over your La Scala's. You never know. You got to no. give, give them a shot. No. We used those for no. DJing back in the day, back in like 95. Sure. Maybe, maybe yeah. Ron, maybe it'll take over your, Two channel setup, you never know, man. All right, well, I'd Joey's drunk, that. so that's the end of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think going back to your question, Sambo, the <clears throat> you know, if you've got these and you like them, it really doesn't matter what we think, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. You know, um, yeah, do what sounds great for your ears. I know people yeah. that rock 40 year old speakers, some people rock, you know, some cheap speakers, and they're happy, and that's mm. awesome, man. I think it's it's sad when we sometimes you know we get far enough in the game that we start looking down at people that don't have what we have, and I think that's not that, the case. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Hey, if I you had loved a Jensen, I had a Jensen equalizer. You know what I mean? I, that's why I'm laughing. I had yeah. a Jensen, so sure I can say whatever I want. I had I owned yeah. one. So yeah, yeah. So good. I mean, but definitely, man, rock what you like, man. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Look, another, uh, another super chat down there. Yeah, hey, Ferdinand, Ferdinand Thomas. What do you think about Emotiva Gen 3 amps and SVS Ultra speakers? Rocket, man. SVS Ultras are great. I've yeah. got the bookies mm -hmm. right over here. Yeah. And they're, oh, they're great. is that what those are? Yeah. yeah oh, oh, you got the white ones. The white ones, nice. Oh. You guys... If you if you don't get them in white, then you did it wrong. I've so, just never... Uh, I've never had the privilege of I got seeing them in white black. speakers in my oh. home. I, I had the piano beautiful. black. I reviewed the... The towers, the ultra towers. Also they rock, the, man. Uh, yeah, the Elax in black too. Now here's one thing about that Emotiva, that Gen Three. I'm assuming maybe that's well. I guess there's several Gen Three. Um, there's so versions you can get. You can do like channel, the five channel, five channel, seven channel, nine, eleven. But either way, they're all what about 200 watts a channel? You know, so basically, the high power ones are supposed to be 300. Okay, so no. basically, you're feeding the, those SVS. 200 to 300 watts now of course that's not 300 watts you know full throttle um but the reality is you're going to be able to basically allow the svs ultra speakers to reach their full potential with that amplifier and i don't think you can ever go wrong with that you're going to have plenty yeah. of headroom so you don't have to run the risk of turning your receiver up too hard and cranking it too loud to where you begin to introduce distortion or um you know 
even possibly clipping. And if you clip your speakers, man, they're toast. So, Ron, you like those uh, those SV- SVS Ultras? I do quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me what you like and what you don't like. You have to t- tell me one thing you don't like. Okay, I feel like on some material, the top end can get a little bit a little bit forward, just a little <laughs> bit. Some I agree material. with that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what I like about it is I feel like you get a lot of speaker for the money. If we're talking about just sheer performance from top mm-hmm. to bottom, I feel like they're giving you a lot for the money. How much do they run? That's yeah. the ultras, right? Thousand. Yeah, let's yeah, thousand bucks. Thousand up here. So I've reviewed those. I've reviewed the uh Chana's. You let me borrow them. Yep. I have reviewed those, the ultras and the uh what's the one that's Primes. under that? Primes, yeah. The like step down or yeah. That they were very similar. So but yeah, they're they're a thousand bucks for the pair. Um they look beautiful in the white. They're they're my stormtrooper speakers. Um yeah, those I like actually, them. They measured they measured uh really flat actually, Ron. When yeah. I measured them, yeah. they were like very very flat. So yeah, bass performance is substantial. I mean, they don't hit the lowest of the lowest, but I feel like they just give you a lot for the money. And okay. if you don't mind just a little, just a little bit tipsy, just a little bit forward, then you're fine. I thought the bass. I thought it needed uh needed a sub. Well, yeah, well, most bookshelf speakers do. Speaking of which, SVS makes subwoofers. Speaking worldwide, sir. <laughs> Speaking of today's, <laughs> yeah, I messed up, man. Um, oh what else we got here? So we got some more super chat. Okay, Ron, so Adam said a- Adam okay. had a clarification. He says, "I don't think y'all look at the. Uh, I guess that'd be five twenty-five year time, Chana. I don't think y'all understood my question. Sorry. I wish I could demo it for you because everything that's not Dolby Digital or DTS sounds terrible." And I think something's wrong with my receiver, but I don't know. Everything that's not. So it's mm. the opposite way. Yeah, it's well, uh, everything that's the not Dolby is sounds bad. Make sure just again, check to see what setting you're in. Right. So when you're not playing Dolby digital content, see what mode that is and see like which on the front speakers, of the panel. Yeah. Are you in pure direct mode? Because that means that you're not using the subwoofer. Yeah. You know, yeah, what I mean? uh, see what mode correction. you're in. You know, it's not, you're not in your pure direct. You're not using room correction. Yeah. So So see what mode you're in. Check to see that all the channels are zeroed out and not turned down. Um, I I think that's it. That's all I got. Cool. Could it be be the cables? Ron, did you have a question for yourself? Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. I want to kind of just, I was thinking about what that guy was asking with those Jensen's earlier and it kind of mm-hmm. inspired it. One of the biggest questions, and I actually, this was my number one on my top 10 audiophile mistakes is I get this. I think you guys probably get this as well as we get people that ask us. So I have these, it always starts off the same. So I have, I've had these speakers for a while and I really, really like them and I enjoy them and da 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 da. What do you think? Right. I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, I'm not just, in your room. <laughs> well, you just told me that you've had them for a while and you dig exactly. them. So exactly. I think that what happens is is we get this like uh, gas, like gear acquisition, whatever you want to call it, where you gear just buy some syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it happens to the best of us. And I think that that the majority of the questions that come my way is I have this, but I saw you review that. Is it better? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, heck if I know. I, I Maybe, but right. if you like what you like, then yes. trust your ears. And right. nothing can replace your subjective enjoyment of whatever it is that you enjoy. So if you enjoy it, then just buy more music. 
That's and the you bigger your ears are, the better your hearing is. Yeah. Unless you're, yeah. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Just kidding. Can we, can we say something, though? You know, yeah. I always hear people say, like, yeah, you know, um, it's just whatever you like. You know, we hear that all the time. But let's be honest. Are are there some speakers that are just straight garbage? Yes. Are you guys going to not tell me that there's this? Yes. Like, everything, whatever is good to you. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Whatever is good I, to you. But there's some stuff that is just not, it doesn't measure have, well. It's if not, I've heard them, I think well, one of the problems I have is when a lot of people try to give advice, especially in forums and Facebook groups. Yeah. And somebody will ask a question. They're like, oh, they're trash. And the number one question I a lot of times I'll ask them, tell me what models you've heard. And they go, I heard oh, well, I, I hadn't really heard them. I, I just don't like oh, the red finish. Yeah. So you're just so giving trash. A, you're just giving an opinion. Right. That has no merit. Yeah. You know, no, Joey, I respect where you're coming from, bro. And I and I agree with you up until the point of if they reach out with I like they already announced I like these and I see the speaker and I'm like I don't know how in the world that's possible but I'm not going to sit there and like try to argue with them about what it is that they enjoy or what they like. Mm -hmm. Now if it's positioned if it's positioned like this like hey I have these they sound a little bit bright or there's no bass or there's a hole mm -hmm. in the mid range do you think that these are good speakers or not and I see that they're whatever I'm gonna I'm just gonna let them know <clears throat> like yeah, those aren't that great. There's a million speakers out there that are better than that. Sure. Yeah. From a technical standpoint, because there's certain things that we yeah. can use to compare speakers, a frequency response. We can look at sensitivity. Like we can talk about specs and some are just better than others. As far as specs, whether somebody's going to like that, that's going to be up to them. Right. Yeah. We don't know about point. that, but yeah. um, you know, how many times, tell me if this has ever happened to you, you go to somebody's house, like, kind of like maybe a while ago because this doesn't happen as often now you go to somebody's house and they're like hey check out my system i like it they got some old speakers from the <laughs> 70s right the freaking the foam surround is all rotted away right so there's no seal whatsoever there's, there's no foam on their surround right and they're like i like these like these are the speakers i like like bro the foam is rotted away <laughs> That's not, it's not good. You can't, okay. you can't do that. You okay. got to replace That's that. That's fair. That's fair. But they like them. But they like them. <laughs> Over the years, I've had so many people to do that. They find out without like watching any videos or whatever, knowing how insane I am with all this stuff. They're like, oh yeah, you like audio? Like, come over to my place, man. You can check out my jam. And I, I like walk into this room and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> And it's like it's just awful. They're like, "Yeah, you like that bass," and all I hear is just this boomy nonsense. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. What is uh, Williston Audio Labs? Find a local hi-fi shop that sells Martin Logan electrostatic speakers. Get a demo, but make sure you leave your credit cards at the checkbook at home. And check yeah, I, at I home. think that was I think that was in response to this. Oh okay. You know, I don't know what a good system sounds like. If you don't have a standard of measuring, it's like playing darts in the dark. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good yeah. Yeah. good analogy. But the the more you hear, the more you'll, I think, the better you'll have a a notion of, you know, what is good. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Ooh. Got Ooh. A, a goldie. Big old Sambo. Sambo. Thank you so, so it, much. It, change, it changes color. Yeah. Yeah. The they're, they're green ones are the the cheaper ones then the blues oh. are the more expensive and then oh no the... my bad green green is five dollar blue is two dollar 
Gold is ten dollars. This is the first time man. here on the Techno wow. Dead channel. John is All right, out for dinner tonight, man. Yeah, All right. Come We're on, over. one hour mark. So See you go in ahead like three and... days. Um, when when you buy cheaper receivers, they don't have trigger outputs. How can you add True. multiple amps to match sound on other speakers if the expensive receivers have trigger outputs? Can I use RCA outputs? Um, you know, I would say, like there, you 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 can like on some of the uh, power conditioners, they do have a triggered. Uh, power on so if you're you know if you do your avr does have you know um, external outputs right like rca outputs mm -hmm. chances are it should have a trigger but if it doesn't have a trigger output try and find a um, power conditioner that has like one or two triggered um, outlets so mm -hmm. when you turn on your receiver it the, sure. the power conditioner actually tells your amplifier to turn on that's one way around it um, <clears throat> but from what i've seen anything especially newer um anything with rca pre-outs like 11 channel pre-outs you know not just the zone 2 pre-outs right. but actual 11 channel pre -outs. Pre -out. yeah right should have a trigger output are you, you just talking are you talking about the trigger output that turns the turns the amp on, the right. amp on. because the yeah. problem sometimes is like if you have it off and then you unplug and replug that doesn't necessarily turn it on sometimes but why are you unplugging and plugging in no, your I'm, amp i'm saying if if the power conditioner is the one that's turning it on and off Mm -hmm. that might not actually turn it on right well if there is no trigger output and you you just have to set it up with the like power conditioner i my, the Furman one i have does it mm -hmm. it's and like, so does my panamax so yeah. i've got a couple of on the back it's got um I for me i think it's two triggered um yeah. outlets so, so it basically senses when you turn hit the power button on say my marantz you know it goes and oh, it'll send power to on. the other two right okay I mean, the amp power amp power button needs to be on for that to work. Um, but that's just the same thing as if you were to have a trigger. Or how about a Harmony remote? That could do it. That could do it if the amplifier, the external amplifier, has an IR signal or can yeah, accept like, an IR how, signal. Do they have those? Some do. The Parasound okay. one, um, the Parasound Halo Integrated has one. Really? If you're okay. using that as an amplifier section only you can do well, but that think about this if, if he's buying a cheaper receiver he's probably not buying a halo pair sound this is definitely true it's a very good point now i did see something oh gosh it's been at least six months ago there was somebody that did kind of make a maybe i saw a youtube video but they were selling kind of like a it, it's a trigger box somehow and i don't remember how it connected to the receiver but it allowed it to to kind of make a trigger, if that makes sense. Maybe it's send out an IR signal or something. Honestly, I don't remember how it was set up, but it was something that he had made. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So you, it was like an external trigger source. Like an external box that, yeah, that made the trigger That had happen. triggers. That is sure. correct. Okay. Yeah, cool. I was like, that's pretty cool. Well, we're up on the hour mark here. <laughs> Are there any videos you guys have coming up that people should look forward to on your channels? Oh, oh. man, I got way too many. <laughs> I, I know people are looking, uh, uh, wanting to see some sort of uh, Denon X3600H video about adding an external amplifier. So I'm working on that. Um, and I got some crazy stuff in, man. I got some big, big clip speakers and mm -hmm. uh, a hundred inch motorized roll up screen yep. and some ELAC speakers. I'm jealous of your that screen. I'm just yeah. saying it straight up. Might got nothing to like up. display on it though so <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing happening on that front <laughs> i'm a little bit jealous 
Um, you got those Elacs. I have those Elacs too. That's my next review coming up. People really want to know about it. So it's coming. Yep. Elac debut reference coming soon. Mm-hmm. I got a guy that literally just messaged me in uh, on Facebook and he says, JTR is working out question mark. So oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's nice, man. I mean, they're, they're crazy beasts. They're powerful. I still need to, to play around. I'm, I'm definitely not the guru when it comes to, um, subwoofer implementation, you know, or calibration. And especially when it's in regards to like adjusting phase. So that part, I'm literally learning, you know, just how best to do that. There you go. An ET3 trigger expansion model. There it is. There it is. Cool. Appreciate it, Darren. There, there it is. Check that out, Samba Joe. Yeah. How about Sound New up. Mutton Day? I know a New Mutton Day. So um, we got what do you got in the mix? What, what's coming? What do you up got next? in the mix of those chops? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh, the Stratas Strata Twos. I've actually reviewed those back in 2014. I'm doing a re-review of those, and it's going to be uh, right now. The title is pending the naked truth. So it's going to be a little different than what I said before. There's going to be some things that I I say again, but um gonna be a good one and um what else hopefully it's not a hopefully it's not a literal title maybe it is maybe it is and maybe it is michael we're gonna we're gonna find find out (laughs) naked mutton yeah so i got the strategies and then um uh long overdue i am i'm working on the nadm 10 which i've been thoroughly enjoying so those two are going to be the next Review Stop being a wuss and release that video, Ron. See, there he is. There's my boy. <laughs> he just There's what you wild. wanted to hear right there, huh? Hey, There's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> a little while. But hey, I do, I do want to mention, just a quick shout out to uh, Mikey. You released a pretty interesting video. I haven't watched it yet. That's full disclosure. But yeah. the title caught my attention. It's in, like, really, 50, yeah. 50 clip speakers you've owned over yeah. the years. That's crazy, man. And that's over. And and I, I did a little kind of photo montage at the beginning. and That was pretty cool. And, and literally, I just went back, and I've got literally thousands of photos, and most of them are of clips, you know, and I have just owned a ton. And here's the reality. Okay? He's a horny guy. <laughs> the reality is, you know, when I started this audio journey 13 years ago when I started building my home theater, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of money. You know, and so I would, I was constantly looking at Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, Offer Up, Let Go, all those things. And actually, 13 years ago, it was mostly just Craigslist. That's all we had. I even had a Craigslist app that would notify me anytime somebody posted clips. And so it'd go ding on my phone. And I'd look at it and I'd be like, clips, oh, that's an awesome deal because I knew clips and knew what they were worth. And I would get on, you know, I'd type them, hey, I can come pick them up right now. And I always had money, you know, just a little bit of money set aside. When they were sweet, sweet, what I call youth man deals, I would go snag those jokers, pick them up. I had a pair of Klipsch horns, which is Klipsch's kind of like one of their flagship speakers. I had a chance to buy, I say I had a chance, a message popped up on my phone. I replied to it. Um, It was $200 for a pair of Klipsch horns. 200 bucks. What? They got, I promise you, um, the lady... I'm sitting here texting her back and forth. My heart's pounding. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where I'm going to put clips horns. I don't even have the room, but I'm buying them because they're only 200 bucks, you know? And if I end up selling them, I'll sell them for $2,000. Yeah. Mike, I I literally, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I I guess you do. Yeah, I do. I do mean to. So 
Have you tried yeah. a proper just two channel tube amp with La Scala's? I haven't. Because, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do we how do we kick Michael out of daily hi fi guys? How do we Man, do that? You, can I can I at least be in weekly hi fi or something? Yeah, or monthly yeah. hi fi? Think about it. We've got to do that. We've yeah. got to do that. Oh, that'd I be cool, man. Oh, I just hopefully, need to. Hopefully, we get some some um, other guests in the future ones. You know, I've yeah. been talking to a few of these guys that I would love to have on our show. Yeah. So yeah, stay course. tuned for that. Yeah, yeah some more iron today. We got some Wait, irons. I see a question here. Somebody asked if I've heard some clips like in ceiling. I have not. Yeah. I think we I asked a few people. You had yeah. anybody? Any anyone? No. Yes. I have. Mike? You have yeah. I have, yeah, I have okay. them. So what was right. the question? How do they sound? Yeah. Yeah, they're I mean they're fantastic. I mean, again, kind of that I don't know what other ones sound like because I've only had my in ceiling, you know, so I can't say, hey, these are amazing compared to this. I can just tell you they're amazing compared to what I hear. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're eight inch drivers, so they're massive. I think everything in my room is kind of big. Um but there's four of them, so I've got a great immersive sound from you know the upper height um, Atmos speakers. So, but yeah, there's I, there's I a question here. We got to wrap up real soon, but the head SN. This is uh um, he was asking about TV. He says it has a ten year old TV, LG TV that mm-hmm. needs to be upgraded. And I know Chana wants to get in on that because he's the TV expert over oh, here. Oh man! But he's been teaching me. He's been teaching oh, yeah. me a few things, you know. What? Well, I sure. well, you know, maybe we went For to Best sure. Buy and uh, recently, and he showed me some different stuff. So I would say, you know, you have to consider, you know, where you're going to be using them, right? So if you're going to be using them in a dark room, I think, and if you have the money to spend, OLED, right? You get those deep dark blacks that you can only get with OLED, but it doesn't get as bright as some of the LED ones. Now, am I am I saying this right? I'm trying. Yeah, some yeah. of the new LED technology is getting very interesting because they do um, they're getting to a point where they're starting to get those deep blacks using different types of uh, technologies. Uh, TCL has LED. their mini LED. Yep. Um, I saw Hisense has some dual layer. Uh-huh. Um, so so they, there's a bunch of new stuff coming up that hopefully you'll be able to get those deep dark blacks and really bright screen too right so you kind of get the best of both worlds both, yeah right you know thousand plus nits or we saw some four thousand nit ones over there at ces oh man i know so, i'm still editing that video oh my eyeballs oh. yeah no it's, it's crazy four thousand nits it was bright so yeah bright a lot of cool home. stuff coming down the line and and the prices just keep going the more down, lower the and more, lower the more the um chinese manufacturers come in and start making better and better tvs then the price just starts to drop, and the what I call the big three, Samsung, Sony, LG, are are going to have to actually have better TVs in that pricing segment um, to compete with the Chinese and, and and Korean and other manufacturers. I I don't TCL all, all up in that mix. They're not all Chinese, but the T but TCL is mm-hmm. doing doing fantastic job uh, on they, that front. They're killing it. Yeah. I won't use the term y'all, but saying the other day. Uh, <laughs> uh, Samba Joe, thank you again for the super chat. Can you use studio monitors for home theater? Um, now that's like powered monitors, yeah. And here's that one. That's gonna be cousin, harder. My cousin tried, okay, he had a Lance Pre Pro, and I'm like, I walked over to his or <clears> I went to his house, I'm like, what the heck? And he had studio monitors, 
you know, out in his living room. I was like, what are you powering this with? He's like, oh, they're self-powered, but it's not really working with that Marantz. And I'm like, no, (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't imagine. I I wouldn't expect it to. But I mean, if you can get it to work, here's the issue. You got to send two wires to that speaker and to every speaker. You got power and signal. So you're kind of making the the job for yourself a little bit harder. And a lot of studio monitors like the KRKs I'm looking at right now are near field. Like mm-hmm. you're meant to be sure. sitting no more than two Three feet. feet away. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're, you know, sitting 10, you know, eight to 10 feet away, probably not a good idea. You guys, what do you guys think? I'm curious what Ron thinks. I got to do a little research on your near field comment, but I think I agree with you. I just think, I think it, it's, well, I think the look, bigger issue is in the volume too. Here's you know? the deal. I, I totally agree with them that like, why, why would you go through the trouble of all of those cables and all those wires and finding power to each and every single one? It just seems like a mess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, you could, but you shouldn't. You should. Uh, you could, but you, you can. There's, you there's no reason why it wouldn't work, right? So near field speakers can work in a living room. I've done it, um, but they're not made for that, right? They're not optimized for that listening position. So I don't know. Maybe find the right tool for the job, right? Now yeah, with yeah. the studio monitors, wouldn't you have to send an unpowered signal like a pre out? Yes. Yeah. Because you can't because you can't send it a a speaker wire. Right. Because now you're putting power into a powered speaker, and that's not good. Yeah, right. it, they only. Yeah, I just. It's usually I, a multi jack, meaning a balanced XLR or balanced right. uh, TRS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I, ideally, I don't think that's the best option. I think you've got a lot of great options out there that are just passive speakers that do not require, uh, you know, that don't have a built-in amplifier with it. I just think you're complicating things. Well, we got to wrap up now. Yeah, man. Cool. That's right. That's Good right. stuff. Great questions, Good guys. Show. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you, everybody, for the Chana, thanks for hosting it. Appreciate it. Hey, man, I I, I love hosting. You so know. how about this? Next week, um, we had to start a little bit later. Joe was running late, so we'll blame it on him tonight. It's all good. Glad you guys could uh, join in with us. But next week, whose channel is it going to be on? I believe I'm up. All right, cool. All so right. next week. Um, make sure you're subscribed to Tougher Than Techno Grandpa. If you search for that on YouTube, I'm not sure you you're going to find it. it. You so you might want to look up New Record Day. Yeah, that's the old name. The old name, New Record yeah, this Day. This is the new brand. I think this is the new brand. Yeah, that's what he's talking branding. about. This is the new kinda, branding. I'm kind of feeling right. it. You know? right. New Record Day. Just make sure you do that. New record Unsubscribe day. from New Record Day. <laughs> 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 I love it, dude. I love being yeah. the host. Well, guys, it's always a blast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Oh, there's the music. Yeah, yeah we had to, we had to like make it up earlier. We're like, do 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 do. Joe wasn't here yet. All right, guys, take care. Later, man. It's always a blast. Bye, fellas. Peace.